on a lighter note, my friends, let's talk about foods that are good for the kidney. Having been out of the hospital for six weeks now after spending five weeks in the hospital with COVID-19 and uh, another uh, disorder which was uh, life-threatening, I was critical. I was near death for a while. But I'm back, and I've been back for six weeks, and it's just dawning on me now as I read the medical reports, which are in Italian, so it's hard for me to read them. I'm just now realizing that I had acute renal failure. I basically had kidney failure. They did dialysis once. And so I have to uh, change my frame of reference now uh, to, um, uh, to integrate the fact that I am a post-renal failure person. So I've been looking at um, diets uh, for kidney. What should I avoid and what should I eat? And the thing that's really driving me nuts is that uh, I thought bananas were like the greatest thing. But um, I'm told by this website that you got to avoid uh, high, foods high in potassium. And bananas are high in potassium. I thought potassium was a good thing. You need, you know, the more of it, the better. But uh, apparently um, it's kind of tough on the kidneys or something. So anyway, I thought I would do a little more podcast here just on the um, fascinating area of um, the kidney diet. So I'm just at the beginning of my exploration of the topic, but there's this website called Healthline, and they've got two um, pages. One, the 20 best foods for people with kidney disease, and the other, 17 foods to avoid if you have bad kidneys. And I don't totally fit this because I don't have... Uh, chronic kidney disease, and I don't have end-stage renal failure. What I have is damaged kidneys coming out of the hospital, but I'm thinking I probably should follow the best possible diet for the kidneys to give them the best chance of recovering as quickly as they can. So I'll share the link, the URL, on the text portion of this podcast. But i got to say, the fascinating thing about the 20 best foods for people with kidneys. Um, Wow. First one up is cauliflower. They're saying cauliflower is uh, full of... uh, And you know what I had last night for dinner? I had cauliflower soup. Norma made cauliflower puree. It was fantastic, cauliflower soup. Um, So potassium... uh, Phosphorus and sodium are the three uh, chemical elements that people with uh, kidney disease are are advised to restrict. And cauliflower does not have much of those in it, not not much sodium, not much potassium or phosphorus. And man, who doesn't love cauliflower? And they're saying because uh, potatoes are problematic for kidney Thing So it says, uh, they're saying mashed cauliflower can be used in place of potatoes. What an idea. Oh, I should mention also, since I got out of the hospital, I'm totally food obsessed. This is a unusual development. Um, people who know me well would find it maybe even shocking. Uh, I, but I am just obsessed with food. I'm reading recipes. I'm trying to learn how to cook. And of course, I'm living in Italy, which is just a place of abundantly 
a beautiful food and maybe that's affected me anyway. Number two, best food for person, uh, best food for the kidneys, blueberries, fresh blueberries. Oh my God, I love blueberries. I haven't been able to find any right now. I was thinking last night though when I was lying in bed thinking about blueberries, I was wondering what about frozen blueberries? And therein lies a tiny little object lesson in the limits and dangers of casual internet um, research. Because I Google, um, I just casually Google frozen blueberries and I get this uh, website with the headline, could frozen blueberries be even healthier than fresh berries? And I think, oh my, that's fascinating, you know, and I, I, um, I read the article and I said, well, it looks a little technical, but uh, maybe it's true. And then um, I click on the link to the study conducted at South Dakota State University. And, um, you know, it says uh, you are not authorized to access this page. You know, some research was obviously done, but um, the link is not taking it to me. And then I realized what I'm looking at is www.bcblueberry.com. It's totally uh, a media, you know, industry uh, promotion for blueberries. And I guess BC being uh, British Columbia, I guess. So um, it may be true that frozen blueberries are even healthier than fresh berries, but um, definitely any responsible journalist would not stop there and just believe what uh, is printed on uh, industry-friendly website, but would endeavor to understand the science behind it. And of course, I can't do that. But anyway, I love blueberries, don't you? I mean, <laughs> I'm going to go look for some frozen and I'll eat them, whether they're, uh, you know, better for me than fresh blueberries or not. I'll find me some blueberries. Number three on the list, the Healthline list of foods that are good to eat for your kidneys, sea bass sea bass. Well, they're recommending sea bass because it's high in uh, uh, fatty acids, omega-3s, you know, um, which is great. And But sea bass, if you look in Wikipedia or you do a Google search on sea bass, or if you just talk to people who know things, they'll tell you that sea bass, the, fray, the term sea bass covers a broad variety of fish, just about every fish on earth could be called a sea bass, you know. Uh, if you uh, look at the Wikipedia, they'll show you these different, um, there are even different families of fish, and uh, the, uh, among which is the butterfly perch, pink mau mau, Potato cod, dusky grouper, dog-toothed grouper, red-banded perch, toadstool, groper, just all these weird things. Uh, latte sea bass, Japanese sea bass, um, Chilean sea bass. It's a marketing term for the Patagonian toothfish, um, spotted sea bass, giant sea bass, Japanese sea bass, black fin sea bass, white sea bass, cassava croaker, long neck croaker. So anyway, yeah, I think the bottom line is eating fish is probably good for your uh, kidneys if you don't eat too much of it. That's it. 
Next, number four on the Healthline list of foods good to eat for your kidneys is red grapes. Um, high in vitamin C, high in antioxidants, and it says red grapes are high in resveratrol, a type of flavonoid that has been shown to benefit heart health and protect against diabetes and cognitive decline. So who could go wrong with red grapes? Number five is egg whites. Um, egg yolks contain high amounts of phosphorus, but egg whites provide a high-quality, kidney-friendly source of protein. Um, and they are an uh, excellent choice for people undergoing di uh, dialysis, so it says. Six, garlic. Um, since people with kidney problems are advised to limit the amount of sodium in their diet, garlic provides a delicious alternative to salt. Good source of manganese, vitamin C, vitamin B6, and contains sulfur compounds that have anti-inflammatory properties. Seven, buckwheat. That seems boring, buckwheat. Mm, but it's probably good for um, kidneys. Number eight, olive oil. Oh, look, we know all about olive oil. I just, I live in the land of olive oil. We're eating lots of oleo nuovo right now, the um, new oil that's just been harvested a couple of months ago, October. Number nine, bulgur. That sounds boring too, but this says it's a whole grain wheat product that makes a terrific kidney-friendly alternative to other whole grains that are high in phosphorus and potassium. Uh-huh, okay, bulgur not high in phosphorus and potassium. They're thusly good for the kidneys, good source of B vitamins, magnesium, iron, and manganese. Mm. Okay, and th this uh, site that I'm quoting from, thank you, Healthline, I'll put the actual link on the text version of this podcast, and then you can look at the Actual numbers. Number 10, cabbage. Yay, cabbage. I love cabbage. I love stuffed cabbage. I just love stuffed cabbage. And uh, looks like it's real good for the kidneys. 11, skinless chicken. Huh. Limited protein intake is necessary for some people with kidney issues. But skinless chicken breast contains less phosphorus, potassium, and sodium than skin on chicken. But skin on chicken is way more delicious. So... I don't know. I think I'll skip that. I'm not a huge fan of uh, skinless chicken breasts. I don't know. They're just kind of boring. But 12, bell peppers. Man, I love bell peppers. And they're, unlike many other vegetables, they're low in potassium. So I, well, we went up to Carla's vegetable market just this morning, me and Norma, right up on the square, right up on uh, Piazza del Municipio. And, um, I saw a red bell pepper, and I said, yeah, I'll take that. Uh, in fact, one small red bell pepper contains 105% of the recommended intake of vitamin C. Whoa, loaded with vitamin A. So I'm just going to eat mine raw. 13 onions. Who doesn't like onions? Onions are lovely. You can eat lots of onions and not worry about your kidneys. That's good. 14 arugula. There's a lot of arugula used in our little Italian town. Arugula uh, comes on spinach. It comes in salads. It's really delicious on pizza. 
Yeah, they say it's a nutrient-dense green, low in potassium. Yeah. And, oh, gee, darn. Um, many healthy greens, they say, like spinach and kale, are high in potassium, but not arugula. Beautiful arugula, also a good source of vitamin K and manganese and calcium. Huh, awesome. Um, 15, who doesn't love a good macadamia nut? Wow, and they're like saying most nuts are high in phosphorus and not recommended for those following a renal diet, but macadamia nuts are a delicious option for people with kidney problems. Awesome. So I'm going to go for the macadamia nuts. They're much lower in phosphorus than popular nuts like peanuts and almonds, which I love. I love peanuts and almonds. 16 radishes. Where can I find a good radish here? I haven't seen any radishes in the stores, but I'm going to go to the market tomorrow, every Friday. Go to the market and see if anybody's got some radishes because um, they're very low in potassium and phosphorus, but high in many other important ingredients, besides which I love radishes. They're just really fun to eat. 17 turnips. Well, turnips are good. You know, bake some turnips. Bake some turnips in the uh, yeah, I know a good recipe for baked turnips if you put them with potatoes and sweet potatoes and other things. Pineapple, 18. Number 18 is pineapple. Love pineapple. And again, it's saying many tropical fruits like oranges, bananas, and kiwis are very high in potassium. But pineapple makes a sweet, low-potassium alternative for those with kidney problems. Awesome. 19. Cranberries. Cranberries. Everybody knows you can drink cranberry juice if you've got a urinary tract infection. Um, eat them dried, cooked, fresh, or as a juice. Very low in potassium, phosphorus, and sodium. And number 20. Shiitake mushrooms. Wow. Um, savory ingredient that can be used as a plant-based meat substitute. Huh. Anyway, not too much, um, not too familiar with shiitake mushrooms, but uh, says they're lower in potassium than portobello and white button mushrooms, making them a smart choice for those following a renal diet. Bottom line, and you know, I may only do this for a few months. I just want to eat well uh, while my kidneys, um, you know, uh, recover. I should now go and uh, check out all the foods that you're not supposed to eat, which is a real drag, because on that list are bananas. Apparently, I'm not supposed to eat bananas anymore, or avocados, or canned foods, or whole wheat bread, or brown rice, um, or a lot of dairy, uh, because... Um, too much dairy can get you into getting too much phosphorus and potassium. But um, I don't know. It's more complicated. Also, oranges and orange juice, too much potassium, they're saying. Nine processed meats. Everybody knows processed meats. You're not supposed to eat too much bologna. Um, number 10, people with kidney stuff. Don't eat pickles, olives, and relish. Oh, man. 
our friend uh, Ricardo, who runs the uh, Alimentari, he makes the most delicious chicken uh, with uh, olives in the skin and everything. Oh man, I would hate to have to give up olives. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm ready to give up olives, but I'll probably have to watch it. Just not eat a million olives at once. Oh my God, apricots. Um, they say number eleven, apricots. Don't eat them if you've got a kidney thing going on. They're rich in vitamin C, vitamin A, and fiber, but they're also high in potassium. One cup of fresh apricots has 427 milligrams of potassium. Oh, well. Number 12, potatoes and sweet potatoes. They got a lot of potassium in them. I guess you just got to watch it with uh, also tomatoes. Tomatoes, high potassium. Um, they may not fit the guidelines of a renal diet. Um, you just got to watch it, I think. Number 14, this just generally packaged instant and pre-made meals, processed foods can be a major component of sodium. Yeah, I guess frozen pizza, microwavable meals, instant noodles, uh, all super high sodium. Oh my God. Number 15, of the foods you want to avoid if you're on a renal diet, um, Swiss chard, spinach, and beet greens. Yeah, you got to be kidding me. I'm not stopping eating spinach. I'm, 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 I'm eating spinach. I tell you, I'm, uh, I don't care what they say. I'm going to keep eating spinach. Maybe I just won't eat as much. Number 16 of stuff to avoid dates, raisins, and prunes. Okay, I get that. One cup of prunes provides 1,274 milligrams of potassium, nearly five times the amount of potassium found in a cup of its raw counterpart. So the dried, uh, dried fruits, raisins, prunes, dates, tricky. Number 17, pretzels. That's the last one, chips and crackers. They just... Don't want you to eat pretzels, chips, and crackers because they're so high in salt and also you can so easily eat a whole bunch more than you mean to. Yeah. So, yeah. I hope that's helpful too. I hope I, hope I had recording going on the whole time. I think I did, yeah. Okay. Um, there you go. Might be interesting, might be not. Hard to tell. But uh, it's interesting to me because of my situation. Ciao.